Hello and welcome to Venus and Cairo, the podcast where we explore all things magical, mystical, and intuitive. I'm your host, Brianne, and in today's episode, I will be sharing a chat with the wonderful and talented Jessica Gillis. Jessica is an integrative healing coach and an intuitive. You may know her from the Good Medicine podcast, but if this is your first time meeting her, I definitely recommend that you check her out. I'll have her info linked in the show notes. And while we're talking about show notes, music in this episode is by Brody Kuzmuk. His band camp will be linked in the show notes as well. So in this episode, Jessica and I chat about some of the things we've been processing through lately, and towards the end of the episode, I guide Jessica through a healing journey. It's a really fun journey, so I hope that you enjoy it. You'll also hear Jessica and I mention Oscar in this episode. Oscar is one of Jessica's main guides, and he comes by to visit often, so if you're wondering who Oscar is when you're listening to the episode, that's who. Also a disclaimer about the audio, so we recorded our call over Zoom, and unfortunately there was an error and the audio didn't download. Luckily I was recording a backup on my computer, but that means that Jessica's audio is coming from my computer instead of her mic. I tried to fix it up the best that I could, and I definitely think it's still listenable. Listenable? (laughs) But yeah. And I also want to give a trigger warning for today's episode. So throughout our chat, Jessica shares about her experiences with borderline personality disorder, and Jessica and I both speak about sexual trauma throughout the episode as well. So... Maybe just take a moment to check in with yourself, see where you're at, and if it feels like you don't want to listen to content of this nature today, that's totally okay, and I will see you in the next episode. Yay, beautiful. I think I've said all that I need to say, so let's get into the episode. So you got some tarot cards in front of you. I do. Um... So I pulled this prior, and I mean, if this ends up on the podcast, we just had a big opening of of all the stuff kind of going on, so I think that that's basically what these cards think about. So for like what we were going to do, it's hard to to pull cards and and speak about oracle cards on a podcast because people don't have the picture, Yeah. but it's from uh, the Fae Oracle. I love this book. I'm the Retriever in List of the Shadow. So oh I'm the Retriever is all about reclaiming um, lost of property or things. Full tingles in my body right now. Like this yeah. is like inner child shit. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the List of the Shadow one because I think like um, just kind of healing the feminine and healing like like the sacred sexuality yeah. is and it's just such a big theme going on in my life right now and Absolutely. I think that. The list of the shadow card usually comes through anytime that's the focal point of the healing. So, list of the shadow is healing the shadow, addiction, bondage, and self-esteem. It says, ultimately, Liz is trying to help people develop true self-respect and self-esteem, but she has to start much farther down the scale of idealism than that. She tries to inspire practical help to those who need it most. She is the inspiration of the first wobbly steps taken by a damaged soul towards healing. 
her presence in a reading indicates that something that has seemed lost and fixed in that loss is now open to healing. Someone is ready to begin with the help, the climate of the inner mire. There is hope here and a need for loving kindness tempered by practicality. If you call upon Liz for assistance in helping another, she will always give it, often by encouraging that person to be receptive and others to also be helpful. She always has time to support those who have time for others. Mm. And Ibis, the office of <laughs> lost property. So they're they're basically saying the same thing, like yeah. something that was thought to be lost is now yeah. available. This is so interesting. As you're talking, I'm gonna maybe to the listeners, before we started recording, we were talking about just some of the trauma that we're working through right now. And um, I mentioned to Jess how there's been this little girl wandering around my house for the past few days that she looks like the girl from the ring. And at first, like, I was like, who is this creepy spirit? Like, is this house haunted? Like, I ha- I've recently moved here. So I'm like, what's going on? And I just was kind of ignoring her. But then I started like my fear started to build, she started to get closer. And I was just like, okay, I need to talk to this spirit. So I had a conversation with her. And I recognized that she's like, my child self. And she's this part of me that thinks that she's dirty and bad and just like, this disgusting monster and so we had a conversation and we kind of cleared that up and I made sure she knew that I loved her and she's still been around but like I'm not afraid of her and it's just like I love her and she's not ready to shift forms I guess and as you were reading that she crawled onto my lap and like curled up and I'm just like caressing her and I was just like crying like I'm like this is so beautiful maybe this whole reading is for you So this might be like and I think like I would be resonating with it but this might be why I was told to to get these out prior um maybe I'll read I but when when you were talking yeah I remember just in some of our early work um when when you and I would just be on the phone like mm-hmm. playing with each other and helping each other through things the belief of I'm evil would come up a lot mm-hmm. do you think that that is the, the same age that's kind of holding that because showing up as like a horror movie elemental yeah no kidding that's so interesting let me see mm-hmm. it's funny the evilness feels even younger than this yeah but i think she's definitely part of that same like that's a part of her as well she definitely feels that way yeah i think that that was probably like my earliest belief of myself was that i was evil and then that just like carried straight through and then i think the dirty and bad kind of started maybe around five or something like that it feels like yeah 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 oh interesting yeah it's really interesting to resonates in such a strange way yeah (laughs) it's such a strange like and i the words that come forward and i hope it's not a jordan peterson quote because i I really don't he's an interesting human (laughs) but i think it's a a carl Jung quote um that the trick is not to like banish the monster from inside it's to recognize that you are one and learn like that that's power and totally. learn how to control it yeah it reminds me of when earlier in my life when there's that like purple demon that I would become like I remember I have PTSD and this one time during sex I literally transformed into this purple demon like my hands were purple I had horns like and I felt this energy and it was like it felt evil but it felt so powerful and also divine like this like kind of like that idea of like the dark goddess type energy and I met her as well in acid trips and even just like in sober mirror meditations as well and I freaking love that part of me that part of me is so epic and she doesn't do any harm like she literally just 
feels pleasure and I've villainized feeling pleasure or society has or people have put that on me and so it's like she's just feeling and enjoying and like being in this like freedom pleasure state she's not hurting anyone but somehow that's evil yeah yeah so um there's I have two things I have to ask do you remember when you did a meet your guys with me and we Mm -hmm. met like mirror and then we met Jessica yeah (laughs) Um, do you think that 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 part of that guy or that part of me that you met is that same thing for me that I was pushing away like that raw oh my gosh Ooh, I have full body chills when you're saying that so yeah. that's a yes I, absolutely I that, mm-hmm, that's interesting wow. so it's the part that I've removed so far away it's showing up as a guy and I love that energy that energy was epic oh my was goodness it? I now that I'm like seeing it that way I'm like oh my gosh my um like purple demon self and Jessica L were just such good vibes <laughs> beautiful this is all coming together okay i had another question and then the fish got off the hook okay (laughs) oh my god no it's gone it's okay i had something else too um yeah i'm just gonna be holding my child self on my lap this whole conversation as well um oh i had something it was about um the evil thing because um the way that like pleasure is viewed as evil in a lot of ways and this duality between good and evil is like the duality between light and dark where light is the masculine and dark is the feminine and you know like light is heaven dark is like the earth realms and it's like dark is not bad dark is like nourishing and healing and like primal and like glorious and we see these primal things as somehow not divine but they are just as divine as, you know, God or angels or whatever, you know, archetypes you see as divine, right? And it's like, it's so interesting. I think that's really what's happening. I'm seeing a lot of people in my life kind of doing a lot of sexual healing right now and having a lot of stuff come up around their sexuality. And I feel like a lot of that is this rise of the divine feminine and like realizing, like having that come up to meet with the divine masculine and healing the toxic parts of both so that we can just like realize that both are amazing yeah yeah which you know i think that'll be like another decade of work but it's happening (laughs) yeah the the other day um in a in a session someone was asking um about purpose yeah and oscar made a joke he was like if you get it done before 2070 thumbs up (laughs) And she was like, what? And I was like, that's just what he said. So I think that there's, like, a lot happening between now and 2070. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, we're just here to, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. We're just here to, like, live and have a human experience. Like, what we don't get done in this lifetime, we'll do in another. Like, it's just like, don't worry about it. (laughs) Just do what feels right. The very idea that you were supposed to get it done or that you have to get it done or like let it go if it's yeah. if it's not coming your way let it go and uh, it's it's really interesting today um me and Matt operate really differently like uh, me and my partner we're just mm-hmm. energetically really different in yeah. how we we move through life and he <laughs> will like, put things off and he called the vet today and they were really busy but they had time for him today mm-hmm. and like he's putting it off but like when he chooses to move forward 
the universe opens up to him. It's when he, he decides to stand still mm-hmm. and not make a decision, the universe gets a little, like... It's such a Libra thing, that's me too. I'm just, like, resonating with all of that for him. <laughs> so he has to make the decision, and then the world opens up. Yeah. Um, and for me, I need to relax and go with the flow and mm. stop trying to make things happen. Stop trying to push oh, forward. I love this. So, yeah, it's, it's really interesting because when I'm, like, when I'm mad that reality is not the way I wanted it to be one second ago, one second ago, once like it's not yeah. unfolding the way I decided it should, I can get really disoriented. And I think that's when the borderline really starts to show yeah. up. I get really aggressive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like we're like teaching each other. I'm like, you gotta call the vet to get that vaccine appointment. But I'm only asking him so that I don't do it. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I found out he's um, not a Capricorn rising, he's a Virgo rising. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which is that my Pisces is. Oh my god, you guys are opposite opposites. <laughs> yeah. Dang. And a Taurus moon, he's a Sagittarius moon. Interesting. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. That's a lot. That's a lot, but that's good. You have a lot to teach each other. <laughs> oh yeah. Put a mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you want to expand a bit about what's been happening with your borderline lately? Or even do you want to just briefly touch on what borderline personality disorder is? As well? Yeah, so I want to, yeah. <laughs> borderline is, it like, it can encompass so much. That's mm-hmm. why I find it such a strange diagnosis. And they're looking to change the name of borderline, but maybe I'll have to Google that because I can't remember what they're wanting to change it to. Mm-hmm. But something about emotional regulation disorder. Disoriented. Who knows? Um, but for me, the the reason the borderline stuff has opened back up is because I'm currently processing a lot of pain from when it was getting like those behavioral patterns were getting programmed. So it feels like I'm. There are days like that just feel like I'm that 21 year old in mm-hmm. hell again. And I'm like, yeah. I'm in hell realm. Here I am. <laughs> What's yeah. happening here? And uh, the, the chronic pain has come back in my hips and in my shoulders. So yeah. How do I describe? Yeah. Do, should I talk about like what was going on at that time in my life? Do you want to hear that? Yeah, sure. Whatever you Except, feel comfortable okay. sharing, whatever you want to share. Yeah. I keep getting distracted by the inner child. The fact that I'm holding my baby. <laughs> She turned into a baby. <laughs> She's like shrunk into this like infant, and I'm just like like nurturing her right now. This is the same one who was walking around. This is the same one that was walking around. She like shrunk into, and now she's like the girl from the ring, but as like a newborn baby. <laughs> it's like creepy but cute. She's got like sharp teeth. It's kind of weird, but <laughs> oh no, oh my god, I love her unconditionally. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I have some work to do. watching a scary movie recently and yeah I literally was I just because I whatever movie I'm watching I fully feel like an experience and so it was like it's a really good film it was trained to Busain I think is what it's called um it's a zombie movie you should watch it but I literally had to stop it halfway through because I was like literally shaking like I was full body shaking with like and I was freezing for no reason and I was just like my body was, like, so sick, and I was like, we need to stop this. I think the movie's making me sick, and then I went and had a shower, and I, like, shook it off, and I was like, oh, I'm good. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, 
which made me when you said uh, you had to shake it off it reminded me of literally having to shake some of the borderline stuff out in, mm. in a really really cold shower the other day so with borderline it's it seems to be like an inability to regulate your emotions everything feels huge yeah. um when you're happy you're ecstatic you'd like for the party and when you are not happy like uh, matt will describe like we'll just be sitting together and if i'm having a bit of an episode he's like your energy is huge right now mm-hmm. like i just take up the space and uh i got a lot of ability to project mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but uh very reactive very black and white very uh um people become the devil or the angel mm-hmm. like really easy and so, uh, an individual can switch that like if I'm in an episode, I can, maybe there's someone that lives down the road and like within the day I can have varying degrees of opinions on them that are like, they're the worst or they're the best. Yeah. That may, but like, it's just borderline personality disorder. Yeah. <laughs> How do I? I think you've already so explained it. Yeah. yeah. I think your experience younger. of it is like explanation enough as well, right? Like it doesn't have to be yeah. like... Yeah, when I was younger, uh, there's there's a I think there's nine qualifiers to be given that like label in psychiatry, mm-hmm. um, but kind of like really reckless behaviors, mm-hmm. uh, suicidal behaviors, even if it's just threats. Yeah. Um, yeah, overreaction, big abandonment fear, even when there's no real like need to worry about abandonment, mm-hmm. uh, feeling of emptiness is the huge one uh yeah but so when i was 10 my abusive dad had left about a year before that and Mm -hmm. my mom was moving in or we were all moving in with the new new family but that time there's so much trauma that unfolded from being uprooted my dog ran away and never came back so and lately like with my own with arrow Mm -hmm. the anxiety around him has been crazy so it's just it's really translating uh moved into a new home i just recently moved into a new home just all the mirrors far away yeah out in the country like it's all like very like mirroring the experience but i've never been at a place to actually recognize that trauma i've cognitively talked about it but here we are like actually deeply processing it Mm -hmm. it's been intense yeah. It's been intense. Yeah. But uh, I'm very, like, fortunate to have a Libra partner <laughs> and Libra friend to uh, assist me with their, their patience and logic and ability to give me the space I need to, to figure it out. But, yeah. yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I imagine. And I feel you. I feel like, damn. Yeah. How has it been for you, like, because obviously you're you're a healer and you're an intuitive and how has it been having episodes come up again but with all of these new skills and tools that you've developed over the years pretty incredible um i mean there are times when i feel like i i think this is true for a lot of healers yeah. i'll put myself second yeah so i won't do maybe the level that i probably could be doing or i will know that maybe i could really use acupuncture or i could really use a session with someone mm-hmm. and i put it off for yeah. like way longer than i really needed to um again it's that push through mm-hmm. like trying to push through but yeah 
It's been good because I think that, um, like, especially when I'm walking people into like a meditation session, I'm clearing, mm-hmm. I'm doing the work because I'm in, I'm in the water with them, right? Yeah. We're in there together. So that's good. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think because, like, it's just been such a whirlwind yeah. of madness. I, I find that when I have BPD episodes, I really have a hard time relaxing. Yeah. My, my worth is very based on doing when I am heightened or when I'm kind of triggered into that and I think I was just trying just from fear of abandonment when I was a kid trying to prove that I was valuable yeah totally yeah Mm. yeah not to get left behind (laughs) yeah that's rough yeah Jessica I know she's doing okay yeah Uh, how does she present to you right now since I'm (laughs) are you able to see little Jessica yeah so I'm seeing like two ages one that looks like maybe I would say 14 15 mm-hmm. and honestly like maybe mild attitude but nothing too mm-hmm. bad and then an even younger self that's hungry <laughs> so and this is another thing when I when I am doing oh this is a big thing with the BPD yeah. uh when I when I'm in an episode I want control mm-hmm. so I will restrict my eating and I, I like really recognize that's like denying myself nourishment mm-hmm. denying myself nurture when I have yeah. BPD I am very it's hard to the things I'm offering up aren't generally pleasant and I refuse to accept love when mm-hmm. I'm in those states <laughs> yeah so yeah. <sighs> but it's going well yeah things like it doesn't I would say comparatively to when I was 20 and it would be like at a 10 out of 10, I'm fully in it. I'm maybe hitting like 3.5 yeah. on yeah. the scale of not doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's nice because I now know I can say it and I can talk to like my partner about it. I can talk to my mom about it. Like when I was younger, I just had this belief that I was a burden and mm-hmm. I shouldn't talk about my mental health. Yeah. And then when I did, people would tell me, it was either nothing or I needed to be on medication for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I was like, well, then I'm not going to talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a nice state. Yeah. 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 No, I totally resonate with that yeah. too, with my mental health issues growing up. It was definitely that way. Whereas now I feel like, and I think part of it is just, I think a, a big part of it is the world we're in right now and how much more accepting and aware we are of these things. And then another part of it, I think, is just like, being more grounded in myself and aware of my yeah just like knowing how to flow through my own rhythms so it's like I know how to language my experiences better than I did when I was younger so it's like when I'm going through a space I can yeah like you know you can you know what this is you've been here before you know how to move through it you know the process and it's just like so it makes it a lot easier to talk about as well yeah 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 it's yeah when here's a question yeah and this might feel like it's out of left field but uh, from my internal world it's not yeah perfect when you, when, when it's you, all that matters yeah so, uh, when, when you feel into me and my mm-hmm. um desire to resist relaxation and resist going with the flow mm-hmm. is there anything that kind of comes forward for you there because I feel that, like, really in the solar plexus, 
almost like there's like a too tight donut around my body. Let me feel into it in a second, but first, for whatever reason, my, so my baby turned into a child that is not creepy. Well, kind of creepy now that you look at her, but, um, (laughs) as you were talking, she just started to, like, laugh and, like, want to say hi to you, and so I feel that I need to state that for whatever reason. (laughs) She wants to be acknowledged, um, and then I'm gonna tune in. I get it. I think, honestly, I'm getting some images immediately, but I wanted to hear what you, what you think. (sighs) Hold on. Okay. It's weird. Sorry, I'm having a weird experience because it feels like my child self wants to feel into it. That's okay. They're allowed. Can you repeat the question? I'm hearing my child self respond, but I want to make sure that she's responding to the question. Um, I was wondering what you kind of pick up or what you get visually or sensory when you feel into my resistance to like relax, my resistance to go with the flow, even though all of the experiences I've had have shown me that it's safe and that that's the easier way to live and that's like, it feels good. Oh, okay. Why do, oh, here we go. Here's the question. Why do I think or you don't know why I think, what's going on with my perception that pleasure and innocence cannot exist together? Yeah. The, the baby, this is so, I'm having a very fascinating experience. <laughs> the baby's hands are, like, in you, like, <laughs> and, and she's just feeling around, and she's just, like, it's so interesting, this <laughs> I'm just letting, I'm like feeling the baby and through the baby, I'm feeling what she, the baby, it's real. This is weird. I don't, this has never happened before. I think, I think this is our younger selves are helping. It is. It is. But the baby has the answer and she's just like, she's just saying like, you just need love. Like you just need love. And it's like, but that, that like soft baby love, like that, like the way someone would pick up a little baby and just like who had it and just like, you know, like look at his little fingers and like just that soft, soft, like innocent nurturing love mm-hmm. and it's did I not get enough of that or did like was I too afraid to accept it like I I, I don't I know that these are questions think, to ask inside but I'm curious yeah what I'm seeing when you said when you said that I was seeing flashes to experiences that happened like I saw like your molestation as a child and like things that were like that tried to tell you otherwise, like, things that tried to, like, wire your brain and be like, no, 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 and, like, it feels like the core of you feels so loved, but there's all of these things that have been put on it that are, like, no, 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 and it feels like this, it's interesting, it kind of feels, like, similar, I'm gonna say this and then see if it feels true after I say it, because I can't really hear it, but, um, it feels similar to what we were talking about before we recorded, kind of with my situation, but it feels like there's this, or maybe we didn't even talk about this, maybe I just journaled about this, but <laughs> I'm just seeing this. <laughs> I'm just seeing this, like, this experience of, like, cracking open and being, like, this really soft, vulnerable shell or, like, gushy animal, like, in connection with your partner like if your guys are connecting like this like being that innocent and being touched by him on that like while being that innocent but like being touched in the ways that that innocence wants to be touched instead of like 
oh, okay, like, you know, this happened to me when I was this age, and so this is what we do. It's like, no, how do you really want to be touched right now? Like, how does that part of you actually want to be touched? And, like, yeah. playing around with that, Yeah. that's what I saw. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that answers so, your question, because I don't remember. The, the other day, for the yeah. first time in my life, it, it felt like, um, or at least to a new level, because I think that these things are, like, they take time and new levels. Yeah. Uh, but we were having sex, and I was, like, just actively trying to allow him to love me in that moment mm-hmm. and like because yeah. he he does but, but it's, allow I it. won't let it in yeah and I had the craziest orgasm like it was the best thing mm-hmm. in the world <laughs> and, uh, I was like I was so blown away that I I think I like I started projecting onto him that I wanted him to be just as blown away but for him I think that's his every experience right. with yeah. sex. so he was like yes that was like yeah but mm. I was like no you don't understand and I think that um I heard on a podcast the other Mm -hmm. day the idea of performing pleasure and I think for my whole life I've been performing pleasure I feel that so deeply in my bones (laughs) (laughs) and on a level I love performing I love it it's not like it's not fake but on a level it is like I'll when I'm having sex sometimes my guides will be like okay, like, what about just sinking in a minute here? You don't have to constantly be showing this person you're feeling good. Like, you could actually just feel that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Yes, like, exactly. okay. Yeah, and I, I think just, like, with the work that we do, if we're going to keep walking people into loving themselves, we continuously have to keep, have to keep walking towards loving ourselves. Absolutely. And this is, like, that, like, the ages that I'm working through right now from like 10 to, to 14, 15, that's when the memories of the molestation started coming back. That's when just like I had, there was no control. My life was just changing around me yeah. so much. Yeah. And there stems the VPD that if I can't regulate what's happening around me, I will control my emotions. But you can't control your emotions. No. You're supposed to feel your emotions. And flow through them. Yeah. Yeah, flow through them. But I was that tight grip down mm-hmm. explosive rigid energy yeah yeah and that come that translates so much sexually too right like I know for me yeah with the recent partner that I'm connecting with like I've been having incredible orgasms and before that point like I really could only like I've done a lot of sexual healing in the past year where I started to be able to go to the spaces frequently with myself and then now like this is kind of the first time like frequently doing this with someone else and it's really interesting. It keeps being this thing of, like, this... I, I keep witnessing this rigidity, trying to, like, force myself to do something. And then it's, like, no, 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 soften. And I just keep hearing, no, you got to soften now. And I just, like, <sighs> like let myself melt. And then all of a sudden, I'm there. I also have to acknowledge, and apparently this is going to be just a part of our podcast today, um, my <laughs> child's home <laughs> has transformed again um, into... She's the same age as the girl with the ring, like, that she was before, but she's in, like, a white dress, and she's kind of, like, glowy and happy, and she's just, she's, she was really excited as a toddler when she got to reach in and do healing work on you, and then she's really excited now. She's, like, wants to be a part of the conversation, and, like, <laughs> she's feeling very empowered by her abilities as a healer. She didn't know she was one. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. I knew, I am like, see, this is why Oscar was like, you guys just have to go with what comes out. Like, pull, pull back, just go. I love it. I love it. Oh, oh my god. goodness. Do you want to hear the next card? I do, absolutely. 
So those two cards, I'm the Retriever and Listen the Shadow, were kind of like the big like theme of, of what's going on here. So reclaiming what, what was thought lost and a lot of pain and trauma, a lot of shadow work. Yeah. And he said, this is how, or this is like the story of what's going on here. So the first card is Nils the Alchemist, and she's backwards or reversed. It's inner transformation and irrevocable change. So it reads, you may be getting in Nils' way as she does her work. To put it bluntly, you may be the main obstacle in your own path. It may be necessary to transform attitudes and behaviors. She will first approach you with tact and a kindly fey warning, pointing out an alternate path you might try. At this point, it would be well to begin actively cooperating with her energy of alchemical transformation. That is a hefty fey wand she carries, and I'm sure it isn't just for decoration. I asked her about it, but I only got an outrageous grin in reply. This is, that's so interesting. What does that bring up for you? Uh, well, holding on to, and it's interesting because it's like, if I were to choose to resist and push back on the work that's being offered to me right now, Mm -hmm. um, I would be making a choice to stay stuck. Yeah. Um, and to hold myself in those stories that really hurt. So instead kind of doing the work and... I have a, I booked a session with Amy Spicer, who I've not worked with yet, but I've heard cool. really incredible things. Um, and I'm kind of like just preparing to bring a lot to the table around that and see see what happens um, in terms of like really kind of moving into the astral and doing that work. But cool. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think that I have been getting in my own way, but not in a blame, not yeah. in a blame or shame. It's just. Yeah. Be the change you want to see. Totally, totally. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. We're always the ones in our own way. <laughs> and, and it's the next card that came out is honesty in reverse. Mm. Right? So I'm talking oh, about performing pleasure. Performing pleasure comes to mind yeah. right away, and not saying no when you want to say no. Yeah. Like this has been a huge thing when you were saying that you're. Uh, I think you, you felt into like my inner child or my mm-hmm. body and it was that no 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 mm-hmm. I think I was being told no that I couldn't have love but I also was like learning not to say no unless yeah. I was like to myself yeah <laughs> yeah and that's so funny how many people learn that and it's I mean it's not funny it's horrible but <laughs> it's not funny at all but <laughs> we can we can break the tension with humor <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. It helps to make it funny. It makes it lighter and easier to digest sometimes. But no, it's so true. And I was telling Jess before this episode recorded, we talked a lot apparently before the episode recorded, I've had two cold sores in the span of like three weeks. And that is so bizarre for me. Like, I mean, I got a cold sore for the first time when I was a kid, but I literally, ever since childhood, I've only been like in my adult life, I've only gotten them like maximum once a year maximum and all of a sudden in the span of three weeks and it's kind of in alignment with this person that I'm connecting with and I don't think it's anything to do with him being wrong or anything like that I'm realizing it's like it's it's I'm processing through a lot of sexual trauma right now and part of what I need to do is like slow things down a bit but I don't want to like there's a part of me that's like the heal part of me wants to like have sex all the time and we have this great chemistry and it's amazing the not healed part of me just needs to be held and just needs to be like it needs it to be okay for me to not have sex and needs it to be okay and like all of these things I know are okay with him like we've had conversations but 
it's about me actually feeling like it's okay for me to say it. And even me feeling like it's okay for me to say it to the part of me that wants to have sex. Like, it's okay that I have this damaged part or this hurt part that, like, just doesn't want to do this right now. And it's not, I want to correct damage. I'm not, I, I, that's not the right language. Just this part, this younger part of me that doesn't need that. And, and like, sore and yeah, cold. that's sore and cold <laughs> and fell in a well, <laughs> like the, the girl from the ring, <laughs> yeah, the girl from the ring, the girl from the ring. Um, when, when you, when you picture, and like this is immediately probably, you just talked about the image that came forward was mm-hmm. the girl from the ring, but when you feel into the part of you that just really wants to have sex and mm-hmm. wants to like be like in love with life and in the thralls of passion and ecstasy and then the part of you that wants to just be held and know it's okay to say no and know that you're wanted for more than the body yeah can you see what those two look like if they were to sit down in front of you yeah the one um the empowered one is like um queen of wands energy she's like fiery she's glowing she's so tall she's so big she's just like passion and like energy and just mm, like she just wants to like soak up all of life and then the one that just wants to feel safe is just (laughs) she raised her hand it's just this child sitting on my lap right now and it's like it's funny she doesn't look like the girl from the ring anymore she just looks like this beautiful lovely child that just like needs to be safe like she just needs to it needs to be okay for these things not to happen like it needs to and it's funny because I okay yeah I'm hearing okay I was gonna say it's funny because I know that and I do know that, but when I'm in those moments, I, I still have a really hard time speaking that. And I've made a lot of progress in that, but it's like, the what the thing that I'll do to myself is I'll just be like, okay, but a, a big part of me wants it. So like, I hear you, I see you, but I'm not going to say stop. I'm not going to say no, because like a big part of me still wants this. So I'm just going to listen to that part. And I just neglect and kind of like dismiss this younger part of me that really I should not be dismissing. <laughs> just, it's like a weird power thing I'm doing to myself. Yeah. Weird. For some reason, mm. Oscar's showing someone, like, eating a bunch of cake. <laughs> Why you just eating, like, when your body's like, nah, this probably isn't great for us, but you're like, but my brain likes it. <laughs> so, so let's eat the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, instead of that's like true. a slice or, yeah. right? Like it's, it's, and I don't know yeah. why that's like the, the image that came forward, but he just kept making the cake brighter and brighter and brighter. Mm, so I was like, okay, I'm interesting. Really cake. Okay, yeah. And it's probably because we have a lot of sex. So <laughs> maybe I'll just have sex once. <laughs> so, so I think that's probably fine to eat a whole cake. It is fine to eat a whole cake, but yeah. only if the child also wants to eat the whole cake. Yeah. Yeah. She agrees. Yeah. Um, my inner child oh. wants to show a card that I have. Okay. I actually pulled this like a week ago or more. I pulled it after my mushroom trip. Mm. It's called Focus on the Light. It's an oracle card. And I've just been like leaving it out for a while. And for some reason, I felt like it had to be like on display during this call. And... Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I don't know why that needs to come forward. I'm going to ask my child self why she wanted to bring that forward. She's just showing me this visual of, like, sh- like us shining the light on all of the darker parts of ourselves. And it's just, like, 
looking, it's like as soon as you shine the light on these parts of ourselves that we shame or that we have fear around or whatever, it's like they just become light. Like she's showing herself, like the light being shone on her and she goes from being the girl in the ring to being this lovely, sweet girl in this white dress that is not the girl in the ring at all. And it's just like a matter of like choosing which lens you're going to look at her through. Am I going to look at her through this lens of shame and disgust and fear and like rejection of like having that exist at all? Or am I going to just look at her through the lens of light and be like, I love everything. I love everyone. So I love you. Can I see you? I'm like, can you see? Yeah. Uh, I am love. Eyes of love. I, yeah. (laughs) That reminds me of when we met Mirror and he just kept saying, do you like what you see? Oh, yes. Yes. That was such an interesting experience. Sometimes he'll show up um, when... I'm going through it or when mm-hmm. I'm in a, in a bad a bad spot and it's just that do you like what you see mm-hmm. and it's such a simple question to just stop and ask yourself and if you're judging or pushing back then yeah yeah that focus on the light just made me bring all of my awareness into my solar plexus and mm. boom it out a little bit yeah I'm now focusing my light on your solar plexus thank you I'll focus mine on yours this is a Care Bear stare <laughs> <laughs> Care Bears too. <laughs> so speaking of doing the Care Bears, yeah. The <laughs> on, that note. Card, <laughs> on that note, the, is the Singer of Initiation, which is an energy card. Okay. So we've got. Uh, can I see? The can I see what it looks like? Not that anyone else can. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Nils the Alchemist. I'll just show you this one again. Wow. So she's showing so up saying, "You're getting in your own way, and I will do things to disrupt that." Uh, and then Honesty saying, "Well, I mean, did we read Honesty?" Uh, no. But, oh, that's hilarious. Well, we'll go back. Yeah. <laughs> on it, I mean, I don't think we really need to read it that much. Um, was it reversed or was it upright? But it was in reverse. So it's saying, uh, are we being truly honest with ourselves? Mm. We may think we are, but finding honesty standing <laughs> on his head in a reading indicates we may well be deceiving ourselves in some way. Yeah. The human psychological mechanisms, repression, denial, projection, displacement... Uh, etc. may be at play. We need to look carefully at our attitudes and beliefs, especially when our emotions are strongly involved. We may even need objective, clear-sighted assistance from others in looking at this. Self-deceit leads to anxiety, confusion, and a complicated life, and behaving with unfairness or injustice towards oneself or others. So what they just talked about there at the end. Uh, Self-deceit leads to anxiety, confusion, a complicated life, and (laughs) behaving uh unfairness in oh behaving with unfairness or injustice towards oneself or others just reminds me of what it's like to live with bpd yeah 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 you never really let anyone that close when you've mm-hmm. got that going on if, unless you're you're actively sorting through it um but yeah that's that card so then the next one so you're getting in your own way not being honest yeah <laughs> all makes sense yeah <laughs> The next one is the Singer of Initiation, which is passage through trial, triumph, and a new level, and it's in reverse as well. So, when we are standing in the gateway of initiation, it is often difficult to tell where we are going. The process Mm -hmm. may feel more like a loss than like a movement to a new level of being. Prayer for insight helps, but a great deal of the process is about discovering and showing what we can do. This is a test, one requiring much, if not all, of our inner resources and wisdom. It demands that we go beyond what we have achieved before. Instead of asking things like, why me? Or when is this going to end? Ask, how can I do this better? 
how can I handle this more wisely than I ever have before? Pat's experience with this singer suggests to her the following questions. How can I handle this differently, more creatively? Is there another point of view I've never looked at? What golden door is being offered to me to explore with this apparent problem? This is such a beautiful, like, reminder of, like, I feel like a lot of times my guides will, like, suggest something to me or, like, my higher self and it'll just, or my body, like, any intuitive, like, I'll just receive in many ways, but it'll just be, like, um, like, to follow the example I was talking about before, maybe sexually, like, about, you know, my body will be like, okay, how about we don't do this again or how about we stop? And then I'm like, no, it's fine. I can, like, bypass this because of whatever but it's like it's like instead of looking at that opportunity to say stop and to say no um or to say yeah I need a minute as like a doorway to something really incredible and beautiful and probably a deeper connection and probably more ecstasy and joy it's like almost like that denial is choosing to not look at that and be like no but this is better over here and it's like it it isn't Every time I follow my intuition and I do what my body wants me to do or what my guides suggest, it's like I'm opening that doorway. I'm going through that portal of, yeah, like initiation into the next level of like healing and growth. That's so interesting. Yeah, I was just getting images of like when you say no, you're actively choosing to put the inner child in the bottom of the well. When you don't say no, when you don't say no. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) When When I say no to myself, maybe, yeah. It reminds me, and and we talked about this on the Good Medicine show, when when I met my inner child, she was in a pit covered in blood and mud and naked and screaming. Yeah. And that's where I was keeping her by pretending she didn't exist. Damn. And when you see that, like, now that you've said that thing about the bottom of the well, I'm like, damn it, next time I'm having sex when I don't want to, I'm going to see that. And, like, I'm not going to be able to unsee that. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, she's in the well. Like, that's what I'm doing right now. And it's not like, I want to clarify, it's not like I'm having sex when I don't want to. I do want to be having sex, but it's like when this part of me needs to slow down or stop. Yeah, when there's there's psychological aspects. When you recognize that there's a part of you asking for some help. Yeah, yeah, help it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you walk by a well and someone's in it, you don't just go like, oh, but like such a sunny day like the rest of the day is great you're like no there's a person in a well let me see how I can help them out yeah exactly and like (laughs) you you do not have to push through it's like the big message that I'm getting lately is like absolutely any part of you that thinks you need to push through hold that part because they learned Mm. that for that's a coping mechanism to survive totally and we're not in survival mode anymore yeah, we don't we don't have to be about that. No. <laughs> have to be maybe if there's like a cougar, but we don't. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah, there's lots of things, um, but I want to read the the last card here because I think you're gonna like it a lot. Um, so just to reiterate, mm-hmm. I, the retriever, and Liz of the Shadow, both talking about healing the shadow and retrieving something that was thought to be lost forever. And the word I'm using here is innocence because mm-hmm. it's what seems to be showing up. Um, and then we had. Uh, Nils the Alchemist, you're getting in your own way. Yeah. Not being honest. Singer of initiation. Um, I literally can't remember what that one was about. Oh, you're not going to know where you're going in the yep. process of initiation. It's going to be confusing and disorienting. Yeah. Um, so the, the outcome card here is uh, Sylvanius, which is uh, truth cutting through deception and clarity. 
So it's upright. And it says, at this time you are discovering new truths about yourself. They are essential for you to know in order to create relationships based on mutual respect, affection, and trust. These (laughs) things can only work if we see ourselves and others as we are. Currently, both Faye and this world are functioning as a giant mirror in which we see ourselves in many surprising ways. People tend to dread this because we assume that we are worse than we think we are, but this is far from necessarily true. Now is the time for finding the false and misleading beliefs you have accepted and discovering that you are a better person than you thought and have the potential to accomplish more than you ever believed you could. If someone says you are better or simply different than you think you are, don't automatically reject this. Think it over carefully. You have more to give and more to enjoy than you have been giving yourself credit for. Wow. What a wonderful outcome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it feels really good. It's like my level of self acceptance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh my oh, goodness. Man. Have you been talking to any plants lately? I'm always talking to plants, like yeah. nonstop. <laughs> but let uh, me see if there's any plants in my in my sphere right now that want to make themselves known. I've been seeing yarrow of biking. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I've been seeing Yarrow everywhere, and Yarrow was the first one that was here, and, like, like, when I said that, I just saw Yarrow immediately enter my space, and I was like, oh, but I always talk about Yarrow, like, Yarrow's my homegirl, like, I'm just gonna, anybody else, anybody else? <laughs> Yarrow's like, here, hello. Yeah, I love Yarrow, though. Yarrow is just, every time, oh, I want to tell, okay, hold on, do I, or am I just? Can I do a pee break real quick? Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna get a water break. I'm gonna yeah, do a water too. Hello. Hello. Um. Yeah. I do want to tell the story about about a beetle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love. I watched Beetlejuice for the first time last night. But yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been watching so long. Yeah, it was crazy. What a weird movie. Weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Beetlejuice. Beetles. Oh, um. Oh, I just pictured beetle juice, like, but anyways, um, beetles. So I've probably mentioned this beetle to you before. There's this certain type of beetle and I don't know what kind it is, but it's really, really big. And I, it's, this started when I was living in New West, um, like a year ago, um, or like during that, like I was living there for two years, but I moved recently, but I kept seeing this beetle around at strange times, like it would usually be when I was, like, in a bad headspace or when something bad, like, would then happen shortly after. I would see this beetle and then something bad would happen. Or I would be in a weird headspace and then I'd see this beetle and then I'd be like, ah. And so I kind of was like, what is this fucking beetle? And, like, <laughs> and I just, like, I, I, I didn't, I don't want to, I never, like, want to see anything as bad. And so I don't see this, like, I just see this beetle more as, like, a messenger of, like, hey, something, whatever, like, you need to look at something here. And usually that's what I would do. Like I would see it and I'm like, why am I fucking seeing this beetle again? Like, I remember once. Um, well, I guess this whole po- episode is going to be kind of sexual. So I was kind of on my own sexual healing journey and I was like wanting to move through sexual trauma. So I was kind of like setting myself up for like a solo sex date with myself. And there was this beetle on my window earlier that day that I had seen and it had set me off for the day. And I was like, oh, this fucking beetle. Why is he on my window? He's on the outside. But whatever, and my windows were closed. Um, 
and then whatever. So I had that in my mind during the day and I was like thrown off and I had this weird sexual energy and I was like, I'm going to just like do this and like try and like explore or whatever. And I remember I like started to like go down. So I was like connecting with myself and I started to like go down all these like really dark fantasies instead of like, which is like, I don't see anything wrong with that, but it felt like I was just like, instead of trying to like move through things, I was trying to like bask in it or just like sit in it, like sit in the swamp instead of like whatever, which is fine. But um, I literally opened my eyes and I look up and that beetle is on the ceiling right above me. And I was like, heck no, like what the fuck? And it was a gigantic beetle and I freaked out and I had to like get it out of my room. And I was like, okay, what the fuck did this mean? And whatever. So like, I think I kind of understood it. Like it was like, it was always pointing me to when I, I think it was pointing me when I was out of alignment. It was like, hey, you're out of alignment. And then I'm like, shit. And I realign. Um, but it was just funny because the other day I was supposed to go to a corn maze with my friend and I haven't seen this beetle since I moved. I've just never seen it since I moved out of that house. It's been gone. And, um, so we were in the car and we were driving and all of a sudden this beetle <laughs> is like on the, like I'm in the passenger side and it's just like on my side, it's like right there. And I'm like, oh fuck. And in my head, I'm like, oh no, like, I, this ain't just a beetle. Like, this isn't just a beetle. <laughs> but so I tell my friend, I'm just like, I'm just like, we like, I'm like, ah, shit, beetle. Okay. And I, and I, and I cringe, uh, I cringe at this beetle. So I didn't, I didn't want to, we pulled over, we got the beetle out of the car because we're not going to kill it. And I didn't want to touch it. And, um, then we continued driving <laughs> and then like a short, a short few little bits later, few little bits, few minutes. Um, <laughs> little bits of time. Little bits of time. Um, I'm driving and, or she's driving and all of a sudden her check engine light starts flashing and, um, <laughs> and then her car starts like shaking, like aggressively shaking and we have to like pull over and yeah. Oh my God. Um, her engine's you know, going crazy like and it was just like, we're not meant to go to the corn maze. And we just, like, we were like, no. Because then I told her about this beetle, and I was like, I think we're supposed to go back. I think the beetle's telling us we're going down the wrong path right now. And then we went back, and we, um, we, our car, like, the car got back, thank goodness. And funnily enough, like, the next day, like, she had her dad look at it, and now it's, like, I think he did something to it, and now it's fine. But, um, so that's good. It's solved. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, this beetle, like, just popped back into my life to whatever. It was cool. We ended up going, um, on a spiritual maze. And we did a lot of, like, cool spiritual exploration stuff. So it was really magical. I think we were like, oh, our guides are telling us, like, because we're very spiritual when we get together. We're, like, just in this constant state of, like, not in the physical realm. And so we were trying to be in the physical realm that day. We were like, let's go do something human. But it was like, no, that's not what you're here to do together. Sorry, no. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> Play in the real life maze. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Moving on. Now I want to know what kind of beetle it was. I know. Um, I feel like I used to know because I think I took a is picture it of it. Mm. Like, what color is it? I haven't seen it fly. It's, um, okay, so it's kind of, like, that big. <laughs> like an almond? It's a, a, a little bigger, a little fatter than an almond. Fatter than a walnut. Yeah, like a walnut. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And it's like, you know, I'll just have to take a picture next time I see it. Um, yeah. It doesn't look like, like, it has bigger legs. Kind of like that. Does, does it have colors? Um, yeah, it's either like an orange, like kind of like a brownie, orangey, reddy color, or like I've also seen it just like a brownie color. Wow. I think it's the same like species it. though. Yeah, it's a cool beetle. Is it a, um, a My- longhorn beetle? What's it called? Does, does, it, have a, does it have horns? Maybe. The Asian longhorn beetle? Let me see. Brown spruce, longhorn, black pine. No, it's not that. It's bigger than that, I think. Crazy. I like that. Yeah, I like it too, you know? I, you know, I like it because I think I get it now. I think it used to freak me out a lot more because every time it was just like a, it felt like a bad omen. Um, It was funny, the guy that I'm seeing, I was, he asked me about Practical Magic that night and if I'd seen the movie, he was like, absolutely. And I was like, it's funny you say that because I was literally thinking about Practical Magic today because of that beetle. Like, I was like, you know the beetles in... Have you seen Practical Magic? Um, who's in that? Uh, Sandra Bullock and I think Nicole Kidman. Um, you need to. to watch this movie. This is, like, my favorite witchy movie. This is such... Everybody listening, stop everything you're doing, watch Practical Magic. I love this movie. And honestly, like, watching it, re-watching it as an adult is, like, ten times better. I was like, this is genuinely what it's like to be a witch. Like, this is, like, <laughs> like this is so beautiful. The sisterhood, the, ugh, it's just so lovely. Anyways, um, there's this curse on this family, and, um, these beetles, anytime they fall in love with someone, the guy that they fall in love with is gonna die. And the way that it comes, like, these beetles will just start crawling through the house, and, like, that's, like, the sign that he's gonna die or whatever. And so I was like... <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's what the sign is for me, but it's, um, yeah, the Beatles are like an omen like that for me, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Show up, um, whenever I really need, like, certainty, I am, beyond a doubt, will always be rewarded three hawks in the sky. Wow. Together. I and love that. Like, okay, cool. Like, that's always, like, a sure sign for me. Matt has a weird connection with, um the spider realm Mm -hmm. uh and they are just they're always around the house and they're always visiting and sometimes i'll think of matt and they'll turn and they'll be a spider (laughs) looking at me i'm like hello i think i also have a weird connection with the spider realm but i have an aversion to it still spiders will like follow me around and like in all these yeah like really magical ways and like when i'm not freaked out it's magical but it's like i need to get over my freaked outness yeah, I stopped a big spider when we were we had, uh, the puppy on our way back from picking her up. Uh, we stopped for, for food in Salmo, this little cute town in BC. And uh, we were just sitting there and this beautiful, big, I think orb spider, big orb spider yeah. came out and was walking and she was trying to cross the road. And I was like, my fear was taking over. I was like, no man, she can't, the road was busy. And I was like, I don't want her to cross the road. And then I put her back on the grass and then she walked back over. And I just realized I was like making her late for work. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to let the spider go across the road. And she sure enough just came back up and went right across the road. Oh my goodness, that's so magical. I had an experience. I never kill bugs, but there's this daddy long leg in my shower, and I was just not, I was tired of hiding from it and like freaking out, and I didn't want to move it. I need to get over my aversion to bugs. Maybe that'll be yeah. something I do. But, anyways, um, so I accidentally hit it with some water, 
and then it was like kind of like wounded. And then I, um, instead of saving it, I intentionally, I <laughs> directed the shower head so that it would go down the drain and I killed it. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Like I just murdered this animal and I like watched it. Like it was horrible. I was like, why did I do that? Um, and then when I get out of the shower, I go into my room and you know, those flying bugs that are like the size of a daddy long leg and they have legs that are as long as a daddy long leg, but they fly. They just look like flying daddy long legs. There was one of those in my fucking room and I was just like, and it, what, it had gone up into my light and kind of burnt itself or something. So it was like injured. And so it was spiraling around my room erratically making this crazy sound. It was like, and it was like spinning in circles and like bumping into everything. And I was just like watching this. I was like, instant fucking karma, instant fucking karma. <laughs> and then I was like, I couldn't catch it and I couldn't get rid of it. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to kill this thing. Like I was trying to lure it out of my room. I was like, what am I going to do? And it was like insanity. And I took hairspray and I killed it. And I was like, well, now what's going to happen? <laughs> Just, oh my God. Yeah. And then there was another, then after that, there was another daddy long leg in my shower. But I was like, okay, I'm breaking the cycle. We'll be in peace, you know? I'm going outside. When I was, uh, I was recording a podcast the other day and I like felt something to my right and I had these pictures hanging mm-hmm. and I just, I felt like there was something there and I looked and there's just like a jumping spider sitting on the top of the frame looking right at me. <laughs> I think me and jumping spiders are buddies. <laughs> jumping spiders would be your spider, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what my spider is. I think those beetles are just... I don't know what my spider would be. Maybe like a black widow. Oh man, do you know what I realized yeah. recently? I've been saying that my Chiron is in the fourth house mm-hmm. for a long time. It's in the fifth. Wow, really? Yeah, in maths, I thought it was in the seventh, but it's in the eleventh. Still in Leo, but in the eleventh. Dang. Seventh and eleventh, those are very different, different, like, that's far away. Yeah, they're yeah. very different issues. So I was looking at him as though he had these wounds. <laughs> He doesn't have those. <laughs> he doesn't have those. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> my um, my astrology app just gave me a notification that says, "Scream it." <laughs> I like that. Is that the co-star? Or yeah, that co-star. Pattern? Yeah, I deleted pattern. I don't like the notifications I get for pattern. Really, I kept pattern. I didn't like what co-star. How oh, interesting. That's because we're on opposite sides of the zodiac. <laughs> like, I subscribe to this reality. <laughs> I subscribe to this one. <laughs> Do you mind pulling me um, an yeah. oracle just around everything that I've been, been moving through? An oracle or a tarot? Um, whatever you feel drawn towards. I'm going to pull from... I'm going to ask it if I'm going to pull from this one. Okay, I got I got a new deck. Um, I've wanted this one for a long time. It's the Monology one. Have you seen this one? Oh, I do. I have that one, but I don't. I'm gonna give it away because I just never use it. You should have given it to me. Honestly, honestly though, as I'm like leaning off my chair to get cards, I just draw. Okay, let me see. What did you want me to ask? Um, can we just get some insight around? See, and this is interesting, and I know that I might never get these answers because, well, you know, but like I want to know what's next. Like, and like what, like, how, where am I at on, on like, healing this stuff? Because I, I feel like I'm trying not to push through, but I'm 
but I'm also getting exhausted. Yeah. Interesting. Getting exhausted with not pushing through. What a concept. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's wearing me down. Yeah. But maybe it's, I need to surrender. Maybe that's why I'm being worried. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So maybe I'll ask, like, what, kind of, like, what do you need right now to, like, move through? Or, like, where are you? What's, what's up? What's, what's up? On? Okay, let's what's see. Up? Okay, spirit. Did you hear that? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal? What's the deal? Okay, apparently I'm pulling one of these and also pulling, um, a tarot card and a... I mean, maybe it's just your inner child, you know? Like, I had the ring wandering around. Turns out it's me. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just someone Honestly. that... Honestly. Yeah, who knows? I have we'll no idea out. who's... This house is like a little old farmhouse. Yeah, so there probably is spirits in there. Okay. So. Okay, they're telling me to talk about... My child self has been jumping on the bed for, like, the past 15 minutes, by the way. And... <laughs> I, I, she had been doing it and I was like at first slightly distracted by it and then I really got into it and then I just glanced over and she's still doing it and I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling directed to talk about the bottom deck energy first. So full moon in Taurus. Ah, yes, my moon. Your moon, yep. Um, nice and full. The seven of wands, which you can kind of see, the world cannot see, but very kind of like fighting, conflicting energy. Yes. And under it is the four of pentacles. So this like kind of holding on, holding on tight and holding close to the chest. Um, and then the question is, what do you want? That's the bottom deck energy. It says, what do you want? And then heart wide open is reversed underneath. Mm-hmm. And family and closure reversed under that. Interesting. Okay. So what do we got here? Hmm. So what, for what's up, it says, oh, this all makes sense. I feel like it says, for the moon card, it's the third quarter moon, and it says adjustments are required. Mm-hmm. And then I can read that if you want. That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah. Adjustments are required, yes. That is what's up. Heck yeah. Think of yourself as a vessel that has been filled more and more over the past few weeks. Some of what has come your way may have been wonderful but there is also a lot of negativity you need to let go of. Whatever situation you're asking about now, be honest about whether there are toxic emotions involved, which you need to release into the ethers. Mm -hmm. This card also comes with the promise that all is not lost. However, there are changes or adjustments required before you will get to where you want to be. A change of course is forecast now. A change of, yeah, a change of course is forecast now that recent events have been understood and acted upon. There may also be a crisis now, which will remind you what you want and what it's time to let go of. So pay attention. It says, um, I am reevaluating the situation. Your life may be out of balance and this may be causing your, your issues. It may be time to hatch a whole new plan. Something new and exciting is around the corner. Trust may be required to move the situation forwards. Mm-hmm. It says, at the time of the third quarter moon, we know where we have been, but where are we going? The moon is now a half 
moon and slipping away from us as she catches less and less light, moving towards her full disappearance at new moon. It's a time of falling away and a time to reevaluate. No matter when you draw this card, the teaching is to release and to trust. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then for the tarot card, you got the Queen of Pentacles. Of course. Which is, to me, just saying, like, get grounded into the earth and, like, go into that earth. Like, that surround... That surrender. Yeah, exactly. The Taurus moon. I love that. And then pick a path, which is probably just that energy of... Like, I saw, again, like, to draw on my own life, that's that visual of, you know, my... When you had me look at the two me's, like, and there was this, like, queen of wands archetype energy, and then the girl in the well. And it's like, okay, like... Who are you going to... And it's interesting, because picking a path might not even mean, like, picking to just, like, go for joy and light or whatever. It might mean to, like, sit with and hold the shadow parts. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the third quarter moon moving into the new moon, moving into the darkness. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, because I I feel that apathetic preteen... Yeah. ...being like, no. But we will get there. What is she saying no to? All I heard was you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because like it it it's the and like it feels like the same energy of like an angsty preteen and like not angsty for no reason but because of the trauma they've been through mm-hmm. like not even being excited for like the family adventure or the family vacation like the yeah. rest of the selves are really on board and this part is just like no I can't I don't trust any of you yeah. yeah. And what if you just sat with that version of you and you just held her and you just, like, let her be in your living room and you guys could just hang out? Kind of like yeah. me and the ring girl. Like, it's just, like, it's so common. Yeah. <laughs> What's really interesting is she's, like, reading. Like, she's in yeah. bed reading. But I, I don't think that I really ever let myself sit down and read when I was younger. And mm. I've got all these books. And it's funny, Matt's even started reading one of the books I keep talking about wanting to finish. He yeah. just started reading it. And when now that I know that he's, like, farther ahead in the book and he's knowing what's going on, I'm like, well, i got to read. Mm. <laughs> so it's, like, this hilarious, like, internal competition I've created. But um, I just, yeah, I think maybe she just really doesn't want to have to do anything right now. Yeah, I think so. And even what you said about how she's sitting in there reading but you never used to read. It's like always neglecting that part of yourself. That wants to read. Yeah. (laughs) Or just wants to relax or just wants to whatever. It's like, that's all she wants. That's why she's annoyed by any sort of adjustments are required, pick a path, do this. She doesn't want to do anything. And maybe that's the adjustment, you know, like to just like go at her pace and to like feel out her moods and to just like be in that space and have that be okay yeah cause like her feelings are absolutely valid yeah it's interesting I like this have you had any weird dreams lately? so many weird dreams <laughs> I I had one and it's, it's interesting because the, this dream is like coming forward as we're talking yeah I had one where probably a standard one a lot of people are having the sky it was in like a city out for like lunch or something and the sky was just like littered with drones like Mm -hmm. littered with little drones and i knew that the drones could tell if people were vaccinated or not and i was vaccinated so i knew i was fine but i still didn't feel at ease in the environment Mm -hmm. and like 
Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do if I saw something happening to someone that was being targeted. Yeah. Like, it was that sensation of, like, I'm good because I'm I'm following the, rule, the rules, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. but what about the people that are choosing not to? Like, and it's interesting because even just talking about that, like, with my dad, I was good. I just behaved the way he wanted to, mm-hmm. and my sister would be a bit more unique and individual and get in get abused mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. So I'm like even like seeing like that construct. So yeah, it's quite interesting for some reason that that dream really came forward. It's the yeah. only solid dream I've had lately. And and it was that just once. totally. And I mean like that. Even when you're saying that, like I'm seeing that as like let me know if it feels true for you, but as those aspects of self as well, right? It's like the part of like because in the dream all those people in the dream were versions of you and the the drones were you being like you know deciding who is good and who's not and so that version of you that you're rejecting oh my god it's like what are you gonna do when the drones come after her are you gonna have her back are you gonna just you are the drone because you just not Could the drones just go away yeah that's so interesting like that security system Mm -hmm. Mm. Wow, shit, because I've I talked to a lot with clients about their security guards and, like, how many they have and that they're 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 trying to protect you. So, like, let's, like, change the way they're showing up or whatever. Yeah. So, it's interesting, like, what those could be if they weren't drones hunting that. It feels like autoimmune disease. Wow, yeah. Mm. I'm, like, hunting a piece of you. Like, yeah. there's a part of you that's hunting you. Yeah, so, what if we gave it a different so. role? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Relax. And maybe, like, relax. What are you gonna, like, I feel like these drones need to be given a new assignment. Yeah. Or even. Well, I don't think that they, I don't think I want them to be drones. I was gonna say, I don't think so either. They should shift into something else. I can feel it under my left room cage, like, really intensely. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, in my back, like, above the kidney. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I feel that. What does it feel like the drones need? Or what are they trying to do? (laughs) The word that came forward, and I know this is, like, not the truth within it, but the word that came forward is control. Mm. And I need control because... (laughs) I heard, like, a robotic voice say, threat detected. (laughs) And what is the threat detected? Ooh, the word was dirty. Mm. Dirty. And I've been, like, weird about clean cleanliness lately. Poor Matt. I'm, like, pulling out every... Like, I, it's, if I notice my socks on the ground, I have no emotional response. If his are on the ground beside mine, there's an emotional response. <laughs> and it's, like... What? Threat detected. Threat detected. <laughs> Someone is disturbing our universe. So interesting. Someone is being a human nearby. (laughs) Mm. Why don't you see if those drones can... Just ask them to turn off their... I feel like they have lasers or something that could do something. Ask them to turn it off. (laughs) If they will. Does it seem like they will? Yeah, I keep getting the image of them, like, conglomerating into one big robot thing. Okay, and just let the robot know that we're in control you're in control and that you know what to do and that you can handle the dirtiness and just ask them to point you towards the dirtiness. Yeah, I'm just seeing like a black bubbling swamp. 
Mm. There's a sign that says swamp. Yeah, I can see that. Is this like kind of like near your root and womb space? Yeah, feels like it's floating right through the like. Ooh. Yeah, like the surface of it would be just above the navel, and then it goes down deeper, like past the glutes. Yeah, I can like feel it in my body. Yeah. Well, do you remember that time you saw my slime-covered younger self? Do you think she was in the swamp? Yeah, I do. Oh. I do. I was like, I was actually gonna say, like, I feel like there's someone in the swamp right now. And what's really weird is that earlier at my solar plexus, it felt like I had like a tight floaty around me, like a rubber floaty to yeah. keep me floating. Yeah. So it's like I'm keeping just at my solar plexus above the swamp and everything else is swampy. And that big black rope that you pulled out. Yeah. Like year and years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's come in here and let's see. Okay. Let's investigate this swamp and let's just maybe maybe call out and just see if there's anybody in there. <laughs> or if the swamp is an entity in and of itself. That's crazy. So I heard screaming. It sounded like a lot of beings, some of them like not me. Mm-hmm. Then I like focused in and I could feel like inner child screaming. And then immediately uh, I saw like a demon come at me, like a female demon, like was all yeah. teeth and bone and like ripped up flesh. So let's go ahead and wrap you in white light, and we'll wrap me in white light. And let's just witness this demon, and just look at her in her eyes, and just say hello. And see if you can love her. Like, notice the beauty of those teeth and those eyes, and... Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with, like, the weird, like, jaggedy movement, like, the... Mm. It seems like she's glitching, like, so yeah, you have the that. grudge, I have, like, gothica. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that one where they move all like glitchy, like they're. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Mm-hmm. But like her eyes are like a weird blue white. Wow. There's barely a pupil. Like I can see the beauty in it, but it also feels like it's threatening me. Totally. Why don't you ask her what is she doing here? Uh, I just got like a hissing noise and then a fist being clenched. Yeah. <laughs> As I I was like hearing her hiss at you and I heard I heard her saying that she's here to eat you while she was doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt very much like uh, uh gonna eat you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just ask her if she is a part of you or if she's from if she's an entity separate than you. I'm just feeling Oscar sitting beside me with his arms crossed and saying that's not from around here. (laughs) 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 He's called he referred to her as a bug or a parasite. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So let's maybe I just wanna ask if Okay. Either way, that's, Oscar. That's says. really weird. He's he's like just he just showed that there's not really intention within this being, it's just instinct. Mmm, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing okay. I'm gonna I asked Oscar if I could take her out of you and mm-hmm. put her in a bubble or leave her and he said either way. So do you have it's a preference? Wise. Yeah, please get it out. Okay, so I'm gonna pull her out, and I'm just wrapping her in an orb of light. 
And she's coming with like sludge. It's almost like the whole swamp. <laughs> yeah. It seems like underneath I'm seeing like shackled versions of you. Versions of mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shackles have been a big, big thing. I'm just gonna keep taking this swamp out, and why don't you just go ahead and just feel into and see what you see as I'm clearing the swamp out. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, really skinny, naked versions, but like their heads are just hung so far forward. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the top of their spines are bent right over. Yeah, I see that. Shame. 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 Yeah. Welcome to the shame cave. Yeah, guilt too. A lot of guilt. I think that's the like the it feels like the the hand chains are guilt and the feet chains are shame. I I, that's so I love that. That I truth chills right now. Okay, Mm -hmm. so let's let's see who is there anyone that wants to talk in this line or are they all kinda gonna talk collectively or what does it feel like? No, there's one in particular that's just, like, very, very sunken eyes, very, very gaunt. Yeah. Like, hair barely, yeah, very, like, straw-like hair. Just the only one really, like, looking in this direction. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm just letting you know Horsetail is present, um, mm-hmm. and is just plant, like, I'm seeing Horsetail growing in this kind of, like, ground here, and it's just continuing to soak up the swampy energy, so helping to clear it There's out. There's some really big stuff happening in my heart and throat. Okay. Like super like, ooh, like, like it feels like a rumbling of building energy. Yeah. I'm seeing Rose and Hawthorne coming forward, so they're just wrapping you in this nourishing love. And let's bring, let's bring this, what do you, what does, how does, maybe just ask her name, this girl with the sunken eyes weird i got rebecca rebecca okay hello rebecca oh i can i just saw like that there's no tongue okay mm, i'm hearing oscar say that we're gonna bring her do you feel comfortable bringing her to the heart oh yeah okay so we're gonna bring her forward to the heart <laughs> seeing like all of them coming yeah, they're all okay. attached. They, yeah. They can all come, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because she's going to speak to you through the language of your heart since she doesn't have a tongue. So we're just going to let her kind of like realign with the beat of your heart. So maybe just breathing in and out through your heart. And feeling the beating sensation. And just knowing that's the rhythm of your soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's just, she's saying that the shame that I hold inside gets projected outside. Mm. Can you ask her to show you the shame that you're holding inside? Mm-hmm. It's where it's like, um, I just keep seeing young women being labeled as like sluts and whores. Yeah. Yeah. In like dirty. Uh, yeah, this feels interesting actually, just because I'm getting chills with it, and I've had themes of this lately in my life too. This feels like partially your wound, but partially a collective wound that you're clearing yeah, right that's now. What I'm, that, I think that's what that, that's what's being shown here is like that the mm-hmm. fact that I'm holding onto the shame, I'm continuing to project it onto other women. Mm-hmm. 
and it's, it's showing like the, the it's interesting there was a girl I went to elementary school with Rebecca and someone when we were really, really little told me she was I think in like grade three and they called her a slut and my brain went to her and like that's mm. who showed up there in my mind it was like wow. who are you holding who are you still holding yeah. and yeah it's quite interesting and like I had no I didn't even really know what the word meant back then yeah yeah I just knew it was bad and mm-hmm. dirty and women yeah yeah mm. so just holding Rebecca in your heart and letting I don't know if you can feel Rose and Hawthorne, but I'm just seeing these beautiful, soft, like, pinks and reds, white light as well, and it's such a soft and nourishing energy. Maybe allowing that energy to kind of, like, flow through them, through their chains, and just, like, wherever they want it to go. Just, like, wrapping them up. And you can feel your heart permeating through them and and their cells of their body man and this is it's so fascinating just seeing like the long line of women throughout my life that I've projected my own shame onto yeah yeah there are a lot yeah and so just bringing Mm -hmm. that love into all of those women Mm -hmm. I'm just watching the cells as they shift and how each little cell shifting lightens each of them more and more. There's a little contraction at the solar plexus here. Ooh, I think I have to go pee. Yeah. I just like burped so much. <laughs> like just so much moved and shifted. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. That's, that's wild. Oh. Man, how is your body feeling now? Good, good. It's interesting because I'm also starting to see like that there are, have been a lot of people, not not just people that identify as women, but people in my life that have consciously or unconsciously projected that onto me. Absolutely. The same way. So yeah. like, not not accepting that onto myself either. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not doing it to myself and not accepting what other people consciously or unconsciously offer it to me. And what would it take to let that go? All I heard was, I know thyself. Mm. I know thyself. And it's interesting, when I, I recorded a podcast with, with Karen the other day, yeah. and she was saying that when she's dealing with dark entities, one thing she does is, my name is Karen Rontowski, I know who I am. So, like, I know thyself. My name is Jessica mm. Lewis, I know who I am. And, like, calling all of those parts. And, again, like, letting myself remember the reflections of the people that have held me in love. And how they see me. Totally, totally. Yeah, really and like coming, coming back circle. to that heartbeat. It's like, this is who I am. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so interesting because, like, the the drone idea has been mirrored in that, that mushroom experience I had uh, in November of last year in this beautiful yurt in the woods in the mountains uh, where I got like kicked out of my like my astral body got like kicked out of my physical body mm-hmm. um, and I could just see these black slugs moving through me and they were all saying these horribly critical things and like hunting for they felt like they were hunting for light Yeah, they felt like they were eating my light yeah. um, and it's very similar and like to see all of it kind of come into like this point right now is it's been a while it's been a lot yeah. this last year has been a lot yeah definitely 
And as you're speaking about that, I'm just noticing that that woman is still in this orb here. And I don't know if you maybe want to look at her and just tell her she can go and send her to the light. The, like, creepy, glitchy lady. Swamp yeah. lady. So, do you mind if we do a little bit more work with her? Yeah. Yeah, um, we can definitely maybe do that. Seeing if we can take what's... I like the idea of seeing if we can remove what's untrue from whatever that consciousness is. Totally. Whatever it's holding. Yeah. Do you want to look at it now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So just tune into her. Or where is your attention being drawn right now? Uh, just straight ahead. She's just doing a float, but she looks a little pissed. <laughs> she doesn't like being in this orb of light. <laughs> okay. So let me see. Let's feel. I want to feel her vibe here for a minute. She's, she likes to bite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's showing it almost like she's, like, whatever this is, has a parasite that's taken over. Oh, Angel. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to just feel, I want to see where it is in her body. It seems like there's one in her heart. Like, it's there's, like, a colony in her heart and in, like, her gut. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, it's like, you know that swampiness that you saw before? Mm-hmm. It's like that, that is what the parasite is. It's the swampiness. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like a million little. Yeah, like they just break apart. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna Slime go Oh, yeah. I'm gonna ask my guides. I'm gonna ask Raphael. I'm just trying to figure out how do we get rid of, how do we clear out a parasite like this? So I'm hearing identify it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm hearing the words shame, disgust, slut, whore, cunt, mm-hmm. just all the words. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a PG podcast, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like dirty, bad, whore. Mm-hmm. All that energy of like, you deserve to be abused, you deserve to be hurt, you're worthless scum. Your only purpose in life is sex. You're, like, all of these nasty, nasty energies. Yeah. Ooh, I can feel that. Yeah. (laughs) Making a new orb of light for that stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm extracting the parasites from her. Ooh, wow. Yeah, and I think it's kind of going to be doing the same to you. Yeah, I can feel it, like, very clearly in my physical body. You're such a powerful creature. (laughs) So are you. (laughs) just go ahead and you can say in your head or out loud if you want to we can say it together we can go back and forth whatever feels good but just saying delete uncreate and do story any part of you that believes that you're dirty you're bad you're a slut you're a whore across all timelines space and realities yeah okay delete uncreate and destory all aspects that hold on to the belief that i am dirty slut an object mm-hmm. unworthy Less than, yeah. For the use of others, cleaning, mm. I'm creating and destroying any part of me that's holding on to shame that was not mine to begin with. Yeah. Oof! I can feel that in my belly. Yeah. Yeah. Deleting, I'm creating and destroying any part of shame that is connected to my sexual expression. Any part of shame that is connected to my pleasure. 
And like seeing that rope again. Yeah. Yeah, it comes back in sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Mm-hmm. I feel it's really working. Good. Okay. Deleting, uncreating, and destroying. Oh my god, it's so deep in the hips. Deleting, uncreating, and destroying. This is why Yara was here. <laughs> I know, yeah, I felt her show up. Oh my god, can you help me with some things to delete and uncreate? Yeah. I'm getting a little tongue tied. Yeah, delete, uncreate, and destroy. I'm just hearing sludge across all timelines, things, and realities. Mm-hmm. Releasing and letting go of the grip on this parasite, on this entity, letting it go. You do not need this to be safe. Delete, uncreate, oh and destroy any belief that you need this entity here to be safe. Delete, uncreate, and destroy any belief that you need to feel shame in order to contain your sexual energy. Delete, uncreate, and destroy any belief that you need to contain your sexual energy. Delete, uncreate, and destroy any belief that you are not a divine and sexual being. Downloading purity, downloading love. Mm. I was I kept seeing little things like having sharp teeth biting onto me inside and Oscar was like, Stop that and then all of a sudden they were just gums. <laughs> gums. <laughs> Stop giving them power. Stop decorating them to be like ferocious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just go ahead and like if this feels true for you and if this feels like something you want, like allowing your body to reclaim those words as well. <sighs> I am allowed to be a slut. I am allowed to be a whore. I'm allowed to be a bitch. I'm allowed to be a cunt. And it's okay to I'm be dirty. Fine. It's okay to be dirty. It's hot. It's amazing. Be dirty. <laughs> yeah. So just delete, uncreate, and destroy any belief that being dirty is bad. Yeah, the words that came forward were it's safe to be desired. Yeah. It's safe to be desired. So let that trickle through your body. Safe to be desired. It's funny, right? When you were doing that, I drank water. Mm. <laughs> it's safe to be loved. It's safe to feel pleasure. Matt just got in with the puppy. Mm. Timing. I love it. I love it. Mm. Okay, I feel like I need to shake some of this off. I feel so much better. Ooh, like, I'm gonna like send this orb of light, this this stuff we extracted. Oh, to the earth, I guess it goes. Okay. Yara's got it. Yara's taking it. <laughs> and why don't you just take a look at this woman now? What does she look like to you? It's like she's made of light and water and radiating, calm, happy, grateful. Hmm. Ask her where she wants to go. She want to go home? What does she want to do now? I heard back and I saw like a bright golden like liquid light mm-hmm. and I feel it in my sacral. Okay, so I'll let her go back. Mm. Yeah, it feels like there's a whole world within my emotions that is like available now. A lot more clarity. Yeah. The shame was making it really mucky. She feels really so powerful. Like, holy crap. She is Do you like. That time you glorious. saw Mermaid in me? Yeah. 
they can turn into sirens. <laughs> <laughs> when they need to. Yeah, to when they need to. And it's all, and like, for people listening, this is all like working with the symbols I'm holding inside of me. Mm-hmm. This is all working with the energies that I'm just keeping and letting them take shape, letting them talk, letting them yeah. be animated. Yeah, it's so helpful to like allow yourself to have kind of a story like experience with the things, the feelings, the emotions, the physical symptoms, whatever that you're experiencing, because that's how we can like understand it and then change that narrative. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know your Oracle deck with all like the beautiful like imagery of women doing things. Yeah. Um, can you pull one just around mm-hmm. what we just did? Yeah or why it needed to be done whatever question feels right thank you by the way that was a lot of lifting and moving that was so beautiful thank you for letting me hold that space for you always back to the rope that rope if you haven't listened to the episodes on the good medicine podcast you've got to go listen to one of the first times Brian did energy work um, like intentionally uh, we were both so new to it she ended up pulling (laughs) Broke out of my my root chakra for like an hour or more. Like it was a long. Process. That was such a fascinating experience. That was the first time. Like I remember because our guides were telling us to do it, and I was like, "I'm not an energy worker. I don't know what that is. What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Just do it." <laughs> so yeah, we did it. Was like, and I needed it so bad. <laughs> like I really needed you in that moment to like trust that you. And we laughed, but it was so very visceral. Like feel it coming out of me. Yeah, that was really profound, and I could feel it in my hands, and Yarrow was, I had just met Yarrow, and Yarrow was, like, a brand new friend to me, and she just showed up, and she was just taking the rope, and she's taking it from me, and I kept collapsing, almost, like, under the weight of this rope, like, I was, like, and she'd be, like, nope, don't, like, you need to stand in your power while you're doing this, or else I'd be, like, taking it into me, it was really fascinating. This is just, like, it comes, like, full circle, I love, I love our connection. I know. This, this lunacy magic. Lunacy. I love it. Yeah. I like deep, that. deep moon. Okay, let me see. I'm just going to grab myself here. Okay, so two cards. There's spirals of manifestation. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm just... Look, she looks like she's got the horns on her head. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then um, new birth guarded vigilantly. And what I'm feeling from these energies, I can read them for you as well if you want, but I'm feeling the spirals of manifestation energy is like moving this energy around. And like, you know how there's like that constant spiral of the universe and it's like kind of like the moving up and up and out and clearing. And the new birth guarded diligently feels like what was just cleared. It's like, now that's, now's the time for you to take care of it. And now's the time for you to be like okay this is this is more important than the shame this is more important than the guilt this is this is sacred and i'm gonna guard this while it grows yeah 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 <sighs> and the guilt and shame aren't they aren't they aren't they're an illusion they're just a complete illusion absolutely my child self has like grown into like a preteen and she's nodding along and she's just like as you're saying they're an illusion she was like Switching from being the ring girl to not being the ring girl. She's like, yep, it's an illusion. It's an illusion. Mm-hmm. It is what you think it is. I just tuned into my preteen self. She's like, can we read the book? <laughs> we have been talking for a while. <laughs> no, I, I, the number of books I've read, and I get like maybe an eighth to <laughs> a third through it. And then I'm like, 
it's like an aversion to letting myself know I'm worthy enough to sit down and read a book. Like there's there's something mm. about I can't. And you know what? My sister got in constant trouble. Like a lot of her big abuse, and I know she'd be okay with me speaking to this. Yeah. It was I think, and I don't know if my dad just couldn't read well, mm-hmm. but he hated it when she read. Yeah. Like if he got home late at night and her light was on and she was reading, which what parent wouldn't be like, my kid loves reading so much. This is amazing. Yeah. That's when she got it the worst. Wow. Yeah. So there's probably a deep aspect that's like don't do it yeah it's not safe yeah working through that absolutely oh i have chills with that and like if you look at this card the new birth guarded diligently the woman it's like first there's this little plant growing which is so beautiful and it's just such a tender tender thing and i was even just seeing that with like when you start and you open a book and when you're like almost treating it like that way of like this is you overcoming that in your childhood when you're doing that. This isn't just you reading a book. That's why you can't finish the book because it's like also unraveling spiritually and emotionally. And what if you could treat that book like this delicate butterfly on your shoulder, this new life that you need to care for. Mm-hmm. 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 I like that so much. It was weird when I <laughs> go slow or do it. Um, Sorry, a card just came out, but when I when you were talking about it and I looked, there was one that's, uh, one of my cards is called Indie, yeah. which is just about, like, needing to just make that decision, make that choice, like, let yourself make the choice, there's no one that's going to get mad at you if yeah. you sit down and choose to read the book, Yeah. Like, but I will put off reading the books, I have things to do, and then the things that I do are just busy space fillers. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wild. So cool. Oh my god. So much magic. Oh, Always a what pleasure. What else is going on with you? What else, <laughs> in, what else is going on in your world? That was amazing. I feel like I just got so much work done. Yeah, I feel like this has been a wonderful journey. I, I don't know. I don't think I have... I mean, let me think. Well, I'm going to leave this off the podcast. Maybe I'll quickly wrap up the podcast and then, because yeah. I don't think I want to speak about this on it, but okay. um, so thank you so much for everyone for listening to this magical podcast with Jessica. <laughs> it's me it's Jessica um, if you want to connect with Jessica I guess your Instagram is that maybe the best handle or email at the time uh, there's like a website that wants to be birthed but it's having a hard time with conception yeah. <laughs> mine as well mine as well <laughs> it's uh, at zen.lasagna you can, you can find me there and then on the Good Medicine Show which is a, yes. a platform Brynn and I opened up and it's always you never know when she's gonna pop back on but yeah that's there in the first season is all just conversations a lot like this yeah Uh, and then the second season is a bunch of interviews with people that I really wanted to learn from yeah totally it's so magical I love I love the good medicine podcast yeah and Um, uh, I'm I'm available to do to do work with people I do a lot of um, emotional regulation work and a lot of work like what you you heard today yeah a lot like that and Jessica's an amazing healer she's such a divine being and like I think you could see and hear and experience and probably feel through this episode all of the ways that she so effortlessly flows through belief systems and things like that like and sees it in people so that people can work through it so highly recommend Jessica thank you
desperate urge to see me. Well, I said in my notes.